You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. All right. As with every episode, the intended audience for this episode are uh, pharmacy informaticists right now. So today we're actually going to be talking about a product called Asana. And the reason why we're talking about this is because I've leveraged this tool in the past for building new products in the health system. So building a new product in the health system that has multiple areas of configuration can be daunting and would require a good way to track the build. One of the tools that would be helpful is um, Asana. And this is a free tool and it can be used to track tasks and project completions. Now, I just want to say I'm not being sponsored by Asana or anything. This is just one of the tools I've used. And if you have a different project management tool, um, it's also great to use that. It's just these are some of the steps that I was able to use for this tool. In my last place of employment, our team started using this as a way to ensure that each product that was received in the pharmacy goes through all the build steps before it is made live in the system for ordering, dispensing, and usage. So just to give a general overview, we actually had a lot of steps for each product that came through. Uh, when a new product or a new NEC of an existing product arrives in the pharmacy, we have to go through multiple steps to actually ensure that it's built correctly. So the first thing is that we have to build the product itself out into the inventory management tool. And uh, this is so that we can make sure the project product is available and uh, be able to be used. And once that's done, then we need to make sure that the product is assigned to the appropriate location. So we actually have a lot of locations. It's multiple facilities. So this part becomes very important to ensure that the right facilities are assigning um, are assigned the right products. And in addition to that, if the pharmacy product is an IV medication, we also have to ensure that the IV set and its corresponding min and max rates are built out in the smart pump library for our smart pumps. So we actually have uh, smart pumps in our system where, you know, there's a drug library that has like the min and max rates so that the, the nurses cannot give too fast of a med. And yeah, so that part has to be built out as well. We also have to make sure the IV set itself is built out in our electronic health record system. So in our system, the vial is actually treated as its own product. And then an IV set um, is a set that contains the vial. And then it also contains the diluent. So we need to make sure that that set of the vial and the diluent is built out. And uh, after that is built, we also have to ensure that the order sentence and uh, or, you know, the order instructions, if you will, are built out appropriately for the provider to be able to click an order. Now, if the medication itself is something we store in the automated dispensing cabinets, we also have to ensure that the barcode is entered in the system for the loading process. So at my last place, we used Pixis, and we had a configuration in Pixis where if the, the technician is trying to load the medication in, they have to scan the med and they have to scan the, the machine's pocket to ensure that there's a match. And um, we have to make sure that that's built out so that they can load it into the Pixis. Uh, we also have to make sure that the NDC is correctly entered in the system for when the nurses are doing barcoded medication administration. So this is at the point of care. Uh, when the nurses are about to give the patient the medication, they scan the medication to ensure it's the right medication. And in addition to all of that, we were also a uh, 340B qualified hospital and uh, we had a 340B splitter software. So we had to ensure that we were in compliance with that and in compliance with the 340B drug pricing program. This required extra build uh, to make sure that the product from our EHR correctly speaks with the 340B splitter software. And finally, we uh, we had to ensure that the medication had the correct charges attached to it. This included ensuring that the proper medical codes were entered, um, you know, billing units were correct, and pricing is always updated for our GPO, AWP, and 340B pricing. So 
as you can see, there is a great deal of steps involved and it's easy to see how at any point this can fail. Just one of those steps being uh, missing or not completed can cause the entire process to fail. So I was tasked to find a workflow that would work well. And I found that Asana was a tool that I decided to use because of its low footprint, you know, it's free and uh, it has cloud capability and it has multi-user functionality. So let's uh, talk a little bit about how I actually used Asana. So the first step was uh, I created a team in Asana and in this team, it would consist of any person that would ever touch the medication during that multi-step build process. This is not for like a specific item where like, oh, if it's a PO med, then all the people that touch it here or the IV meds, all the people that touch it here. It's actually any type of touching of the med that is possible. If there's a possibility that that person will touch that med, then we include them in the team. And then after that, I would create a template and uh, the template would be a project template. And this will include all the previously discussed like tasks that I mentioned before. And uh, this will be, you know, included for the whole template so that every time there's a new drug, I can start a new project using that template. So once the project is created, we would remove the tasks that are unrelated to that specific medication that we received. So for example, if the medication is a tablet, I would go in and find the, the template task for IV meds and I would remove all of them so that the only ones that are left are associated for PO meds. And so after that, when the tasks are all appropriate for the product, I would then assign each of the tasks appropriately to the team member. So the team member that's responsible for that task will get an email or a notification that they have been now assigned a new task. Asana was useful for our team because it allowed for each team member to independently work on their task and then mark them uh, completed as soon as they were done. This actually allowed for a lot of um, asynchronous build, which gave us a lot of flexibility because instead of having to pass the info from one person to the next, we were able to all kind of independently work on it. So previous to the use of this, we had to wait on someone to work on the item. And then once they were done, they would email it to the next person. But this tool allows us, uh, allows everybody to see the project and all the tasks that still needed to be completed for that project. So once the product tasks were completed, by every team member, the project is closed out and archived for historical keeping, you know, and then we get to move the product to an activated status. So we were able to leverage this tool and use it successfully um, in managing our, you know, new medications that came in a lot. So, um, yeah, so if you guys like this episode, you guys can uh, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or anything that uh, you guys listen to our podcast on. And uh, you guys can also follow us on social media uh, through Pharmacy ITME on Facebook and Twitter or through Pharmacy Informatics on Instagram. You guys can also email us at pharmacyitme at gmail.com or uh, my personal Twitter is Tony Dow PharmD. Uh, we also have a website actually that I will be starting to write blog posts in the future uh, called pharmacyitme.com. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal.